Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on the Isles Meetups Pod episode 11? Can't believe we have 11 episodes already, but tonight we are joined by our homie Larry from Isles Meetup Jacksonville. Larry, what is going on, dude? Not much, Mikey. How's it going, man? All good, man. We made it to Wednesday. We, we finally have another Islander game on the horizon tomorrow. Having a few nights off is a little tough, especially since, like, that Monday game was so weird being played at 5.30, so it feels like it's been a little too long since the last time the, the boys have hit the ice. Mikey, there? We're here, man. Perfect. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens to the best of us. Yes. So I hate to even ask you this because it sounds foolish. I didn't hear anything you just said. The last thing I heard you say was the game tomorrow, and I'm excited about it. Well, I was just saying, like, that weird Monday night game where, you know, it started at 5.30. It was just – it feels like it's been forever since the boys have hit the ice. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's – I'm definitely a fan of the the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You go a couple of days, game, a couple of days, game. So the Monday, 5.30 was weird. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm like you. I'm I'm ready to rock. Of course, man. And then, uh, you know – I know you got some things cooking already for the month of November with your meetup plan. So I guess we can dive right into that. So when's the next meetup for Isles Meetup Jacksonville? So we are going to be meeting um, on uh, Monday, uh, November 21st. Uh, I think it's a 730 start. Um, They're going to be playing the Leafs. So that should be that should be a good one. Um, We had our first meetup of the year or the season uh, this past month. And they played the Rangers. So that was obviously a good one. Walked away with a nice three to zero win. And so hoping uh, for the same against Toronto as well. 
So, um, yeah, if you were in the Jacksonville, Northeast Florida area, come hang with us. Uh, it's going to be at the Hurricane Grill and Wings. Uh, I have all the details on our uh, Twitter, which I know Mikey has shared and will be in other places as well. It's Isles Meetup Jacks, uh, J-A-X. But, yeah, Hurricane takes great care of us. They're great over there. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, we uh, last month had a, had a good group for us. I think we had about 12 or 13 people, um, some new folks. I mean, it's Florida. I mean, there's people moving from New York every single day. So we're trying to grab them all as much as possible. So all are welcome. We'd love to see everybody. Love that. And uh, before we dive into a little of that uh, origination story for Isles Meetup Jacksonville, I do want to share a quick word from our homies at Oyster Bay Brewing Company. You have a lot of great choices when it comes to great beer and Oyster Bay Brewing Company provides the best Long Island has to offer. Oyster Bay Brewing Company is dedicated to producing the highest quality beer while staying true to their nautical history on the Gold Coast of Long Island. They are the creators of the renowned Barn Rocker Session Ale, available at 12 locations in the Islanders' brand new home, UBS Arena. And because Oyster Bay has increased distribution across the country, you can grab your barn rocker no matter which meetup group you are a part of. The Tap Room on 36 Audrey Avenue is open seven days a week with indoor and outdoor seating, so you can experience their smooth honey ale, savory IPA, or gluten-free hard seltzers right in historic Oyster Bay. You can also shop online at OysterBayBrewing.com for curbside pickup, local delivery, or have your order shipped anywhere in the country. And if you use coupon code THPN at checkout, you get 15% off. Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. Perfect. So, Larry, you you mentioned that New Yorkers are are moving to Jacksonville every single day. What what (laughs) brought you down to Jacksonville? We, um, We moved here about four and a half uh, five years ago so really before like the major push um of like new yorkers and during covid and the whole nine yards so we've been here um for almost five years and um you know we were just looking for a change um my wife's job you know allowed to make the move um, pretty seamless and uh, we're super happy here and it's just it never ceases to amaze me how many people i just meet um like we do the whole thing where are you from new york where in new york long island where in long island Nassau camp, like we just bing, 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 you know, so people at our meetups, um, we've got people from West Hampton beach all the way to, you know, great neck and Queens and Brooklyn. And we, we kind of cover the whole, the whole Island down here. So, um, so we love it. It's a great place. You know, it's not a, um, traditional hockey market in Florida. Um, you know, those are grow. Obviously Tampa is now one South Florida is, you know, kind of one, but up here, you know, we, we've been growing and, um, we have a, a local team called the Jacksonville Icemen. They brought a lot of attention to um, to to hockey uh, in the area, and uh, it's been great. So love love seeing Islander fans. Love seeing the blue and orange. It's a beautiful thing down here. Yeah, and does the Worcester Railers ever make their way down against the Icemen? I don't know. So they're part of the ECHL. So they're like the, the there are two levels below the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's largely regional. Like I'm trying to think like we play the Everblades, there are other Florida teams or South Carolina. 
So I'm not sure. I don't know if we go up to the Carolinas or not. I'm yeah. assuming that Carolina team. No, no. Worcester, Massachusetts is where oh, the Islanders nice. affiliates oh. from. Oh, yeah, okay. so the Islanders have an ECHL affiliate, and it's oh. in Worcester. And that's okay. where Blade Jenkins is playing right now. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I was. Um, I haven't seen them pop up on our schedule, but I just wonder ECHL versus AHL if they do a little more regional play versus across the U.S. Yeah, it's probably like a playoff thing. Like maybe in the playoffs they'd face each other. Yeah, but it's great. I mean, even a, even like a minor league hockey team like that has really kind of started to put like hockey just on people's radar. Um, you know, Jacksonville uh, being where we're located close to Georgia and Northeast Florida, it's a big college football town. Like, people care about college football. That is their thing. So for any other oxygen to get filled and part of that being hockey, it's a wonderful thing. You know, it's, it's great. So, yeah. Did they build the arena for the Jacksonville Iceman? It's, it's kind of like a multi-purpose. Um, it's, it's, um, I would say it's almost like the Coliseum of sorts. Uh, you know, certainly newer than that. Um, but um, it's, 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 yeah, they do it for concerts. They have arena football. They have, um, uh, I forget what is it, the NBA, what is it, is it um, D-League or whatever, whatever that minor league NBA program is. Um, so, yeah, that, that's basically what it is. But it's a great place to see a, see a show or it's a great place just to see a game. I mean, it's small, so there's, there's no bad view. Um, for 20 bucks a ticket, you can't beat it. No, that's awesome. And <laughs> those guys are leaving it all out on the ice. I actually had a, a friend that was on that team for a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, my buddy CJ. He mm. played men's league hockey with me on Long Island when he was home uh, from college. And mm-hmm. then he, he uh, made it as high as, as the ECHL, which is pretty, you know, pretty hard to do it. The, you know, totally. just how competitive hockey is. And it, it's crazy that he made it that far. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're two levels below the NHL, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, no For doubt. Sure. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know when I reached out to you a couple, I think this is our third season uh, going in Jacks. Uh, I know I reached out to you, you know, uh, a couple of years ago and, was, and, and, and picked up on everything on Twitter um, that you had done. And, you know, there was a few other groups going around. And it's just amazing to me how much it has grown. I mean, it's just incredible. I mean – Looking at the team, uh, I'm sorry, the groups in Italy and just, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's uh, just testament to Islander fans. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of like all these stories that kind of blend in together because I'm listening to them every week. But it, it's very true where when you move away from Long Island, you always want to keep like one piece of home still with you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us gravitate towards the islanders and that's what we you know still is that connection yep you know some people don't even have family there anymore so they still have at least that yeah absolutely and uh yeah again it's uh it's amazing how you know even a thousand miles away you know where are you from oh i'm from uh babylon or you know and then of course we'll all start joking about like you know the babylon long island railroad line you know it's like everyone can rattle off every single stop you know, it's like that kind of stuff that like really just brings you together. And then the team and and the new ownership of the team. I mean, it's just been so tremendous to us as a fan group. I mean, it's just incredible what they do to us, uh, for us, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, just it's hard to believe that that uh, a professional organization 
would be so involved in a grassroots um, uh, operation that we have going here. It's amazing. That's the only word you can use is just, it's amazing. Yeah. But what what else is uh, amazing is our homies at Dynasty Hockey Co. And I just want to share a quick word from them. Yes. Launched in 2020, Dynasty Hockey Co. captures the unique history, the colorful personalities, and the enduring excitement of the New York Islanders. Drawing on inspiration from the worlds of music, film, and art, and applying it to hockey culture, the apparel created by Dynasty Hockey Co. is uniquely its own. It was created exclusively for lifelong Islander fans by lifelong Islander fans. So head over to dynastyhockey.co and use promo code THPN for $3 off of any t-shirt. That's dynastyhockey.co using promo code THPN for $3 off any t-shirt. So, Larry. Yes. I feel like your math isn't adding up. I feel like you definitely started this group longer than three years ago. (laughs) Because you guys were definitely pre- pandemic and we were. Yeah. Pre, uh, pre like long playoff run going to the Eastern conference finals and all of that. So like, I think you're borderline four years if, if I'm doing my math correctly. And you know, the fact that you've only lived in Jacksonville for five years. Yeah. It, it kind of shows that pretty early on you were ready to, to fire the group up, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Now that I'm kind of doing the math in my head, I think I think you're right. I think it was it was definitely before before COVID, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, we you know we were very fortunate too. I mean, given Florida and the situation and all those kinds of things, you know, we were still able kind of able to meet where I know other groups really struggled with, and we were fortunate to do that. Um, but that was a trying time, obviously, for everybody and certain you know people's com- uh, comfortability and all those kinds of things, but. Um, it's exciting just to be like back, you know, full throttle, um, you know, looking on Twitter every night and, and seeing all the groups meeting up and huge, you know, big groups and everybody hugging when they, when they, uh, when they score and, and all that kind of stuff. It's just great. It's just amazing to see. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, I think we've turned the page. <laughs> let's hope, man. I hope. Yeah, let's I hope. hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I know you're also a, a teacher as well. And, mm-hmm. Sometimes when I jump on these like Zoom calls and things like that, like it gives me PTSD. I'm like, I can't go back to teaching ever again like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm glad those those days are are gone. And and listen, I'm not complaining because it was like I said a moment ago. Many people had it a lot worse and a lot longer than we had. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember when even in terms of the groups, right? Like we were doing virtual meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, various groups would be doing either Google Hangouts or um you know zoom calls and we were watching it from wherever and uh you know whatever it took to support uh especially in the playoff run where where you know it was closed you know the arenas were empty like how bizarre was that yeah and they were like (laughs) playing fan like fake fan noise and (laughs) it's definitely a weird weird times it's one of those things that when we're old and like on our deathbeds we'll remember like we lived through a pandemic. It was uh, a, a weird point in our lives and kind of like how 
you know, our grandparents lived through the De- Great Depression and yeah. things like that. Like that just stays with you. And it's it's going to stay with us no matter how many years pass. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. I mean, listen, it's great. And, you know, we we as a group, of course, the, the core of the group are former Long Islanders. Um, but we have also grown to, um, to people who are from down here or, or also have moved from other parts of the country, you know, friends of friends, um, who are not like native Long Islanders or even hockey fans and, uh, people will bring them. And the next thing you know, we've got, we got Islander fans from Iowa. We've got Islander fans from the Midwest. You know, they don't have any hockey team. They have no allegiance. So I'm like, come on board. Listen, listen, the Islander train's good for everybody. Jump on. So, um, of course that comes with success, you know, like anything else, it's exciting when they're winning and, uh, it attracts new fans. So, uh, Florida is just that kind of melting pot where, you know, I think the Carolinas are and were for a long time as well, everyone or a lot of people from somewhere else. So there's a lot of opportunity to spread the word about the team and, and, and meet some new people. I love that too, because, you know, uh, one thing I pride myself on is, you know, the, the younger generation of Islander fans that were growing here in Charlotte and, and in the Carolinas who really weren't born on Long Island and yep. are now diehard Islander fans, like come to our meetups, come to our road games, and they're going to be lifelong Islander fans. And they weren't born on Long Island where yep. like we're the generation where, yeah, we, we, we grew up on Long Island. So it makes sense that we're Islander fans. Mm-hmm. And then like we moved away and we're still Islander fans. So like, yeah, that makes sense. But like now, you know, 15, 20 years later, there's going to be a bunch of people that started going to these meetups and became big fans. And then 20 years later, still fans of the team and don't have that real connection. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's super cool. And I, I, I love it. I mean, it, uh, I mean, obviously we agree. It's a great sport. Uh, it's exciting. Like most things, you know, if you could introduce someone to it and sit down with them and explain the game to them, because really some of these people have never really sat and watched the game. They really don't even know beyond a goal is good. They don't know offsides. They don't know how it works. So to spend some time with them and explain what the game is like, so they know what they're watching. Um, that really even goes a long way as well. So it's uh, it's been fun. I mean, we have a blast down here. It's uh, I wish, you know, I wish we could meet up every game. You know, I, w- I wish that was the case. But um, right now we're meeting on average once a month um, and I'd love to do more and certainly come playoff time, which I'm confident they'll be in. Uh, we will be meeting up more. And um, again, if you are watching and, you know, or, you know, someone in the area, forward them this and uh, or reach out to me uh, via Twitter and I'll be happy to get you connected. And hopefully we'll see you on Monday night. Absolutely. So I, I definitely want to hear kind of some of those fun personal stories about how you became an Islander fan. But before we do that, I do want to tell everyone about our homies at DraftKings. So NFL Sundays are only getting better. And so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. 
Use promo code THPN and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So one of my favorite parts of you know doing this podcast is just hearing how you got hooked on the Islanders and like what time time frame it was, or is it one of those things where you were just born into an Islanders family? Just would love to hear your story, Larry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I grew up in Wanta, um, my wife in Seaford. So, you know, before we moved down here, we were living in Massapequa. So we were like, you know, right, right down the, uh, the South shore there. So, I mean, we were close to the Coliseum. Uh, I went to Hofstra for college. So right next door. Um, so just lots of ties. Um, I would say my family are pretty much Islanders fans. Um, so growing up, that's just where we went. Um, yeah. So those were tough years. I mean, I was born in 82, so I'm 40 this year. And, you know, I kind of, I kind of missed those, the glory days. And then we went into kind of the dark years, which is when I started, <laughs> started attending the games, you know, and uh, as funny as this may sound, you know, as a kid, you know, going to the games and not really understanding a lot about hockey, of course, watching watching in the Coliseum for the fights was was my go-to. You know, if, if there was a fight, that was a successful night in my book. So uh, as a kid, that's what drew me in. And then, you know, you just get hooked on it. You get hooked on it. You start following it. You know, this was the days also of like, you know, you check the newspaper the next morning to see if they won. If you couldn't, couldn't watch it, a little box score. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's like old school old school, but, uh, you know, we had a blast. And, uh, I remember being at, I took my brother to, it was a random game. Um, it was against the penguins and that turned out to be the fight night game. And he was never a big Islander fan or even a hockey fan. You know, he appreciated the sport, but was not like me. And, you know, obviously you remember the fight night game. I mean, it's just brawl after brawl after ball. Michael Haley's fighting the Penguins goalie. And like, <laughs> he turned to me and he was like, this is the craziest thing I ever saw in my life. And I was like, dude, just so you know, not every game's like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is usually some hockey that gets played during these games. But uh, but yeah, it's that kind of stuff, you know, like any other, other sport too. It's like, it depends on the person. Um, you know, for me, like I said, as a kid, uh, it was it was all about the fights, you know. It was about just the confrontation and the physicality of the game. You know, the person sitting next to me, you know, might have enjoyed the, you know, the pen the passing and the finesse of the game. So, um, you know, I don't know, I don't remember, Mikey. Where are you from originally? I'm from Deer Park. Deer Park. Okay. Yep. So, um, so were you an Islander fan just growing up as well? Well, so my story is a little unique. Where uh, Brett, who runs the Philly Group, actually was my across the street neighbor. Okay. And his dad was the PA, PA announcer for the Islanders in the early 90s. Oh, that's awesome. So that's really what got me hooked on hockey really yes. early on, like playing street hockey. And his dad mm-hmm. would be like announcing us as, we're, you know, making saves awesome. or like scoring goals. And it was just like it, we had a really great childhood, to yeah. be honest. And yeah. it, it just stuck with me ever since then. Um, but if I'm doing my math correctly. You know, you're a couple of years older than me because I was, you know, I think either sophomore or junior year of high school when the Islanders finally made it back to the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. So, like, were you in Hofstra 
at that point when like, you know, 2001, 2002, those years? I was. Yeah, I was at Hofstra um, from 2000 uh, to 2003. I graduated a little bit early. So, yeah, we were like right next door, uh, which was cool, too, because we wouldn't even need to move our cars. Like we were I would walk from I dorm there also. I'd walk from the dorm and we would just go right across and boom, we'd be at the game and then right back over. And it was exciting. I mean, no place. And I haven't been to UBS yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to be there uh, this season. Um, but I mean, the Coliseum experience was just the best. No building is louder. Um, and I just yeah, I mean, as a college kid <laughs> going to a hockey game, I mean, in that environment, it's just it's just crazy town. And uh, it was wonderful. I mean, it, it was really great. And truthfully, like that's when that there was a, a, a buzz about the team again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you had the Millberry years and bad ownership. And that was we were finally starting to rid ourselves of that. Mm-hmm. And then we go and get Pekka and Yashin. And then like that all happened when you were basically right next door. Yeah. Yep. So that had to be super exciting. And I'm sure like going to was it Dizzy Lizards and all those Oscar bars, like yeah, that they actually probably had the games on and people actually were probably caring about it, which is cool. Yeah, which was always cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think we had Monterey's across the street at the time. That hasn't been there in ages. Um McKeeves was down the street a little bit. Um, which I don't even like- know if that even exists anymore. Kerbets for a little while, right? Kerbets, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember going to um, oh, what the heck is the name of that deli across the street? Um, I'm forgetting. It's 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 right over there. And anyway, I remember just standing in line right behind Wayne Kerbets, just chilling right in front of me, waiting for a sandwich. It's cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's exciting. I mean, and that's the thing. I think it's true of most teams in any sport. If you win, people get interested and they care. And it sounds obviously so elementary, like of course that makes sense, but. Sometimes it, people don't seem to get that, you know, they're focused on other things or other promotions or how can we get people here? Bottom line is win. If you win, people will care. And uh, yeah, I mean, nothing beats going to a packed building and, uh, and watching your team win regular season or playoffs. Um, and that's, what's been so exciting about this team this last couple of years. I mean, it's, it's just been great. I mean, inviting new fans to come to our meetups, um, who don't have a team and it's a playoff game and everyone's yelling and cheering and it's like, they can't wait for the next one, you know? And it's like, I keep telling them like, it wasn't always like this. Just, just, <laughs> just throwing out a, you missed a lot of the lean years, you know, like it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's really why I had, you know, the, the slogan only diehards because, because of those lean years, like, yeah. You know, a lot of the fan base probably was a little discouraged or like the casual fans mm-hmm. were a little discouraged during those lean years and probably just moved on from either hockey or maybe took on a different team. But the people that did stick with the Islanders, those are the diehard fans. And that's pretty much all that's left. Like now, yeah, it's expanded. Like you mentioned, people are latching on and like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the new buildings definitely help bringing new fans in. But up until recently, like it was just only diehard fans. And like, we're not the largest fan base by any means, but we can be just as loud and passionate as any fan base. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And it's funny too, when I meet people down here and they, they, you know, hear them from New York and they're from wherever uh, I tell them I'm a hockey fan, it comes up a conversation. They're immediately the Rangers. Oh, you're a Rangers fan. It's like, Nope. 
Um, and I understand, <laughs> you know, it's almost like you're, you're like the, the baby brother team, you know, and I feel like the Islanders have just for a long time been in the shadow of the Rangers. Um, you know, obviously an original six team. They've been around. They're at the garden. They're in the city. Bah, 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 bah. But um, but yeah, no, representing the Islanders is just is just amazing. I mean, they like I said before, and you said, I mean, the ownership group now is just phenomenal. They welcomed us with open arms. They appreciate, like you said, the diehard fan that's been around forever. Um, well, I mean, you know, predating Malkin and Ledecky, obviously. So oh, yeah. the fact that they look back and say, wow, you guys have been with us for so long. We appreciate you. That's super cool. Super, super cool. Totally agree. So I, I guess, you know, after moving to Jacksonville and, you know, the team was buzzing, what what made you really, like, finally pull the trigger and be like, you know what, I think Isles meetups could work in Jacksonville. Like, what was that moment for you? I think it was also, and, and getting back to your comment before about the timeline, I think you're right. I think it was earlier than I, than I thought it was. Uh, and I think it was partially just to connect with people. Uh, obviously, it was about watching the Islanders and having fun. But I think for me, it was also meeting people and, and connecting with people who were in my shoes, who just had moved here, you know, that kind of stuff. We have a similar background, et cetera. So that's that's really um, a combination of that and, and fandom of the team when I reached out to you. And uh, it's been great. I mean, we've had some lean meetups. I mean, it, we've been to a few, like I'm sure you have, where it would be like me, my son, and, uh, you know, <laughs> one or two other people. And then last year at the, uh, I'm sorry, not last year, but um, their last playoff appearance, um, I think the most we had was probably in the 30 range. Um, so going from three or four to 30 was pretty nice. It oh, felt yeah. really good. It was, it, was, it was just so exciting. And obviously that game seven against Tampa did not go how we wanted it to go. Um, and listen, being in Florida, when you're playing the lightning, you take a lot of abuse, <laughs> you know, a lot of these bars were like, we have a great bar and they take good care of us. But when they were unavailable, we'd have to kind of search around. And, uh, when I said, oh, you know, we want to watch the, the lightning Islanders game and we're going to be cheering for the Islanders, you know, some, <laughs> some of the bar owners weren't as excited about it as I was, but. So obviously Tampa's the, the closest team to you guys. Yeah. Um, but is that still like three hours, four hours away? It's about three and a half. It's okay. about three and a half. Um, it's across the state. So, right, we're in Northeast Florida. So, uh, I, you know, I joke with people um, who aren't familiar with where Jacksonville is. I say, have you ever heard of Georgia? And they'll say, yeah, I've heard of Georgia. And I'll say, what's well, just south of that? <laughs> <laughs> so we're really close to the border. It's about three and a half hours to Tampa. And then if you want to go all the way down to Sunrise uh, to see the Panthers, you're talking probably a good four and a half or five hours. Um, so we're kind of like just in this, like, I don't know, just really not a hotbed for hockey. That's how I would say it. You know, there's really no teams around us. Obviously the thrashers have been the closest. They haven't been around in ages. Um, so it's, it's really a grassroots, um, movement in Jacksonville. Um, hockey in general, I think is a grassroots movement in Jacksonville. And, um, it's been great because again, with people moving down from the Northeast, and from some other states in the Midwest that are more prone to hockey and people growing up with hockey. And then they come down and they want to stay connected. And that's kind of where we fill, we fill in the gap. Absolutely. So do you find yourself going to more Islanders Tampa games in Tampa or Isles games in, in sunrise or have you done both or. So I, I, I know you, I know you've yeah. definitely done the Tampa one. Cause I met you at the pregame, 
but yep. have you done sunrise yet as well? I, I have not done sunrise. I'd like to, I'd like to go. I mean, you know, the teacher, the teacher life is a tough life and I'm, I'm, I'll say it with, it's, it's hard to get time off that we don't already have off. Oh yeah. So, you know, the, the vacation schedule is very generous and, and I appreciate it as I'm sure you do. So to, so to take off a Monday or a Tuesday to travel and see the team is difficult. Um, that being said, I would like to get the sunrise, but I mean, Tampa is an amazing experience. I mean, for people who are watching this, who haven't been able to see a game in Tampa, um, not only is Amelie arena spectacular and thunder alley outside is cool, but, uh, but the bar, um, which of course, what remind me, what's the name of the bar? harpoon Harry's. Yep. That's the one. Awesome. I mean, so cool. I mean, when I saw Mikey there and I saw you there, I mean, well, there had to have been at least what a hundred, a couple of hundred people out front with that picture. Oh, yeah. I mean, Definitely. that was unbelievable. So for anyone who's watching this, get down here. It's awesome. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. So, you know, since you have been doing Isles meetups for a couple of years and, uh, you know, you, you've had definitely some memorable meetups. Uh, what would you say is your most memorable Isles meetups, you know, memory? Um, A couple of memories. So the Isles meetup, I would say... Other than our first one, like our, na- our our native voyage of when it was small, you know, again, it was like, I'm dragging my son there to watch it because <laughs> I didn't want to sit by myself. And uh, to, I would say probably that game seven in the Eastern Conference finals against the Lightning. That was really cool. And again, obviously it didn't go our way, but in fact, it was 1-0. It was so intense. I mean, people who were at this uh, bar who had no interest in watching the game, I'm pretty sure wound up watching the game with us. Like we took it over. Like we were, (laughs) we were standing, we were cheering, we were crying. We were, we were doing the whole thing. And uh, that was cool. Like really, I mean, so far, I think that was probably one of the most memorable experiences. And then um, when um, Mr. Ledecky and and the organization reached out to us and other um, Islander groups, um, to come to uh, Tampa and support the team with with him was was I mean a once in a lifetime opportunity and that was that was amazing. So just tell me like how did that conversation go with like your wife and everything? Because obviously you have a lot of obligations being a dad, being a teacher, and it was like middle of the week, right? Those games. So like yep. when you got that phone call, you were just like, oh, I'm dropping everything I had planned and I'm going to this game. You want to hear something even funnier? We were supposed to be in Disney. Oh my gosh. I was, <laughs> I was like on the phone with, with, uh, I think it was Tyler. Uh, I can't remember who it's probably Tyler. And uh, yeah, they're like, listen, we want to have you and a bunch of guys out or people out from, from Jack's and some South Florida folks are going to be there. And I remember saying to my wife, like, Oh my gosh, we're going to be in Disney. And she's like, Nope, you're going to be at this. Like we're going to make this work. So I give her a lot of credit as she's watching. Um, so we wound up shooting over to Tampa, stayed in Tampa, went to the game and then we went to Disney on, uh, on the way back. And I mean, that was just an unbelievable opportunity, but again, it just goes to show how, I mean, do you get a better ownership group than that? No, you don't. It doesn't. Exist. So yeah, I guess that does make sense because it, you know, that playoff rant run went deep into the, into the summer, mm-hmm. especially since it started later. So it, at least you probably were off from school, so that's I, probably why you were able to, to just be like, yep, I'm going to go to this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so cool. It, it was just an unbelievable experience. And and you know what's funny, too, is the game we went to, um, they lost, which which stunk. 
So the way the boxes work in Amelie, for those who aren't familiar with it, it's not like the old Coliseum where the boxes were at the top. The boxes are in the middle of the arena. So there are people sitting in regular seats right in front of us. Oh, yeah. And I think they, I think they quickly realized, other than the fact we were all wearing Islander jerseys, that Mr. Ledecky was there with us. So every time the Lightning scored, I would see people with their phones point them up in our direction and like video our sad faces. And I, I remember thinking to myself, man, I, gotta, I better keep a straight face because I know if I do something ridiculous right now, uh, I'm going to be all over Twitter and I don't want that to happen. So that was, that was pretty memorable. I was like, the last thing I want to do is embarrass this team by doing something stupid. But, um, but yeah, it was, I mean, even though, again, we came up short, um, how awesome to represent the team and the group and the Isles meetup family um, with the Islanders organization was just a once in a lifetime opportunity, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's special. That's a it was special. Very special. It was very special. And uh, yeah, um, there was a lot of folks who, um, who wish they were there as well. And I said, Hey, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess Larry, uh, before we let you go, uh, any, any other uh, big plans for Isles meet up Jacksonville for this season and beyond? I think um, now that we've gotten back to the, uh, the regular routine, you know, m- making the, uh, making the, uh, the meetups, uh, every three or four weeks has been great. Uh, we really try here to um, to do weekday meetups. Uh, we just found that with the people who come uh, time after time and asking them weekends versus weekdays, um, weekends are just too busy for people. You know, they've got they've got obligations to to family and kids and travel sports, and so our meetups tend to be more on the weekdays, which have worked out really well. Again, Hurricane Grill. Um, in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, you know, check, check our, our Twitter for the details. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think that, um, you know, I'd love to squeeze in some more meetups, especially during like the, the school breaks and things like that. Um, I know a bunch of us want to get up to UBS this year, um, schedule permitting, uh, and just have like a nice little showing of Islanders meet up Jacksonville up at, up at the mother station. <laughs> so, uh, so that would be cool as well. And, uh, and just keep growing the game. Just keep getting people to talk about hockey. Again, this is all town. That's what people care about. So, so to so to educate people on hockey and how great of a sport it is is a, is a cool opportunity. Now, you know, with having the ECHL team in Jacksonville, I'm I'm assuming youth hockey is starting to 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 grow in the city as well. And have you introduced your son to it? And is he is he uh, starting to play a little hockey? So he does play. He plays um, for the, the junior Iceman. He plays on their travel team. He's in, on one of the 12U teams. And we were just in, uh, in Tampa over the weekend for a tournament. And uh, it's been a blast, you know. And, and, and in talking to a lot of the families who were part of that, lots of them, if not the majority of them, are from other places. Um, so, you know, they're looking for the same thing that we are. And uh, it's cool. You know, hockey hockey's a, a unique sport. I don't want to say it's like a niche sport. But people who are into hockey are really into it. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, obviously. And like uh, meeting these other families that are just like, yeah, we're going to do this. I mean, he practices three days a week. You know, we're all over the place for games on weekends and we're getting hotel rooms and driving all over the place. Like you got to be a certain kind of crazy to do (laughs) (laughs) to do that, you know. And I listen, I wear my Islanders jersey. I wear my Islanders jersey to the games. 
Um, you know, sometimes it gets greeted with uh, some unfavorable uh, looks. It's okay. It's all good, you know? Um, so, yeah, this sport is definitely growing amongst the youth players. And uh, I think that's kind of unique, too, because there's other sports, I won't mention them, that um, they're not growing the youth sports. Their, their sports are almost dying off. And I think that hockey is the opposite. I think hockey is growing uh, in places you'd never imagine. Like, who would have thought the Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee market would be a big hockey market? It's yeah. huge. You walk around Broadway in Nashville, there's, there's Predator stuff all over the place. So why can't Jacksonville be like that, too? You know, I, I know Gary Bettman gets booed pretty much every time he <laughs> touches the microphone. <laughs> And and it's because of the, the blackouts and, and you know, a few of those. But truthfully, you know, he, he took chances in some, some markets that weren't traditional hockey markets and they're working. Yeah. Like, I, I think, unfortunately, the, the Coyotes got a raw end of the deal where the arena situation has definitely set them back and they, they just haven't had like a real deep playoff run to build that core fan base yep. around. But I do think Arizona can work. Mm -hmm. I do. I think they just need to just to ride it out a little. And I really thought Atlanta could work too. Um, I I don't think they got a fair shot either. And I would love to see Atlanta get a team back. I really would. Yeah. Especially, I'm sure you would too. Be an, another NHL market pretty close, and for us in Charlotte, it's a pretty easy drive to Atlanta too. So, yep. I, I would love to see that happen. Yeah, I give Batman. I mean, again, it's it's fun booing him. I'm not gonna lie; it's pretty it's pretty fun. But um, but yeah, no. Listen, he's taken some chances. He's had some hits and some misses. You know, he was. I mean, it's easy to forget. I mean, the NHL under his leadership was the first ones in the Las Vegas market. You know, now they got the Raiders. It sounds like they're gonna get the Oakland A's. So now that now that the NHL did like the hard work, now everyone's hopping on the bandwagon. Um, but that's the thing too. It's like the golden Knights, they come out of, out of, uh, nowhere and they go to the Stanley cup final in their first year of existence. Well, that's a good way to build some fans. Oh yeah. That's it. You know, as why, as you said, the coyotes are kind of like this floundering organization and, um, it's a bummer. It's a shame. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. I mean, again, people don't think of Florida as like a hockey market, but Florida is a pretty big sports market. Oh yeah, you know, we got three NFL teams. We got two major league baseball teams, two NHL teams, a slew of college teams. Um, you know, it's I, I don't see I don't see any more NHL teams coming to Florida. But um, being over to shoot over to Tampa and find people that are are really into the game and into the sports really cool. And um, again, if you haven't been there, check it out. Um, the guys at the Islanders Meetup Tampa group are amazing. I mean, the stuff that they do and pulling off those meetups are just. I mean, oh yeah. Hundreds of people, no exaggeration. Hundreds of people. Mikey knows it's it's wild. It sure is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. It and is. that pregame spot, you can't find the better one. It's walking distance to the arena. Yep. It really just feels like vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really felt like I was on vacation when I was at that game. And yeah. It was cool. It, you know, wearing shorts to a hockey game is is good for the soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, we're spoiled <laughs> down here. We're spoiled. You yeah. Know, it, uh, it, it was it was wonderful. The Islanders um, sent us as as a gift uh, for the season uh, or the up or the start of the season a box of scarves. Had the fifty you know fifty year anniversary. It was cool. You know, I handed them out. 
everyone was wearing them in our photo that we took at the meetup last month. And, and a couple of the guys were joking, like, do they remember we're in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> they should be sending us flip-flops, you know, like, uh, but hey, it's, I'm sure you guys all got man caves. That's, that's a perfect <laughs> scarf for a man cave. Dude, there's no basements down here, man. Also true. We you don't have them in Charlotte either. Yeah, no, it's all slabs, but, uh, listen, we could find places for them. It's again, it's cool. You know, it's like I get home from work and there's a box with my name on it with the return address that says New York Islanders. That's pretty cool. Sure is pretty cool. And it, it, they're always surprises. And it's just so funny where like it, it starts to trickle down in the, in the meetup group chat that we have. And they're like, did anyone else get a really big box on their doorstep today? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been home yet. And then I try to open my door and it's like, Oh, yep. I can't even open my door. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, you know, they're, they're a world-class organization. Yep. There's not, no question about it. And uh totally forgot to ask. And I, I definitely want to hear um, how you guys landed on Hurricane. And I, I know that you, you mentioned that that's kind of been your home base the last couple of meetups. Mm -hmm. So, like, what can an uh, Islander fan in Jacksonville expect at Hurricanes? You know, yeah. obviously a, a bunch of Islander fans and <laughs> all the cheers and chants and whatnot, but like right. the actual physical bar, you know, tell us a little bit about the, the spot. Sure. Be happy to. So, I mean, finding a place. So the first, the first thing we had to really do was this, and this was before ESPN plus, which has made it a lot easier. But when you, you needed to find a bar in Jacksonville, Florida that had the center ice packing, it was not easy. <laughs> I mean, I would call bars and like big places and they would be like, what is that? What is center ice? I have no idea. And, and Jacksonville, there are some local, local spots, but there's a lot of franchises. There's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, chain restaurants, Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, we, we got all those. So those types of places we kind of struck out with. And then, you know, Hurricane is, um, is actually fairly close to where I live. Um, the one that we go to, there's many of them, but the one we go to and, and we go there for dinner all the time. And I just started kind of asking around and asking the manager, hey, do you have center ice? And they're like, yeah, we do. Said, okay, let's start there. And, um, and long story short, um, they started hosting us. And, um, you know, COVID happened. And uh, they renovated the entire bar. Uh, it's brand new. And uh, they have a beautiful outdoor section. So when you walk in the door, you have the indoor section to your right. And then there's a beautiful patio to the left uh, with TVs. Uh, if they don't have any, um, sometimes they'll have trivia or other things like that. But if there's kind of nothing going on, right, they'll put on the sound for us. And uh, they're, they're as accommodating as possible. I mean, I shoot the bar owner a text at this point and say, hey, we're looking at this date. Can you hold us some spots? He says, no problem. Boom, we're in. So, you know, for anyone else who's like, uh, for any of our other meetup friends or, you know, uh, folks who are running groups and are having trouble with locations, I mean, you just keep searching. There will be somebody out there who will accommodate you. I mean, on a Monday night, too, let's be honest. If I could tell them, there'll be 12 to 15 people here. And and most of them are going to have a couple of drinks and, and order some food. They're happy with that. Oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Now, ESPN Plus made it a ton easier. Because most of these places, I think, have that. So... Yeah, I, th I think last year was since it was so new, a lot of bars didn't have it yet. Mm -hmm. But I, I think, especially with kind of the packages that you can get, where it's like Disney bundle that has Hulu and and all of that, like mm -hmm. it, it is a, affordable. Like 
personally, it's way more affordable than when I had to get the the hockey package. Totally. And I think for these bars too, right? Uh, a UFC is basically exclusively on ESPN plus and ESPN at this point. So for in order for them to host the pay-per-views, I think they have to have ESPN plus, which has also helped um, because, you know, they get it all thrown in, like you just said. So it's been good. I mean, again, they're very good to us. They're very accommodating. Um, not a, not a big place, but that's okay. Um, I actually kind of like it. It reminds me of like a, a little Coliseum, you know, low ceilings, loud, loud <laughs> chanting. Um, you know, again, people, people are eating with their families. And the next thing you know, there's, there's 12 of us just going crazy. <laughs> so, uh, it's a blast. It's a blast. If you're around, we'd love to have you come out, check it out. I am slightly jealous of, of, you know, the groups that go to places that have food. That's one thing that our, our bar doesn't always even have like soap in the bathroom. They definitely don't have, <laughs> they definitely don't have food. <laughs> and I love it. It, it, that, that's the Coliseum of bars. Like it, it's super old and historic. And True. in a city like Charlotte, where everything's so trendy and so like hip and, their bars don't really last that long either. They like flip over all the time because mm-hmm. they have to be the next cool thing in, right. a, in a market like Charlotte. This bar has withstand the you know the test of time, and they're they're staying true to their roots, and they they don't want to be a fancy bar. And I I think it's got charm and character, and it's it's a lot of fun. I think uh, us Islander fans here in Charlotte have grown to love it, even though it's not nice. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's totally cool. I mean, it's, it's, you know, as I always thought about the, uh, about the Coliseum, right. It may be a dump, but it's our dump. That's right. You know, and I'm not saying that your, your bar is like that, but like it's yours and there's some pride in that. And, uh, you know, it's the people that make it. It's not the place. And, I still get funny looks when I go like on, on row games and there's a long line in the bathroom and I do the whole Coliseum trick where you go in the exit. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> sorry, I was raised in a barn. <laughs> people are just so confused what i'm talking about but like you had to do that at the coliseum because literally there was maybe a handful of men's rooms in the whole coliseum yep and even if you got there right at the start of intermission Mm -hmm. chances are you're not going to make it back to your seat by puck drop at the next week unless you did the whole going in the exit trick Mm -hmm. oh absolutely man i mean as you probably know i go to a lot of jaguars games and, uh, you know, it's an NFL stadium and there's even the Jags, they don't draw the most fans, but there's still a good amount of people in the building and people will complain about how long the lines are for the bathrooms. And I just laugh to myself. I'm like, these people don't have a clue what no a clue. long bathroom line is. They just don't know. So <laughs> it's funny when you grow, you grow accustomed to, you know? Yep. Um, I'm excited to get to UBS because one of the things that they bragged about is just the number of bathrooms that has, which hey. I thought was so funny in all the press releases where they were describing the arena. Like one of the main talking points is like the most bathrooms in any NHL <laughs> arena. And like most people are like, why are they talking about that? But Islander fans get it. They're like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. can go to the bathroom. I remember they had outside. I don't know if it was like the smoking section or wherever it was. But they actually had like port, not porta potties, but like a portable like trailer kind of with bathrooms in it. 
Like they literally having people use outdoor facilities. There were so few bathrooms in that place. I mean, we have a comment right here. Letting us know that you can actually go to the bathroom during intermission and make it back in time. I love it. That's great to hear. So have you been up there, Mikey? Have you been, have you been to UBS yet? I have not. So I'm going December 23rd. Nice man. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Going to take my daughter to her first home islander game so she okay. she she saw the islanders on the road this this past october and now mm-hmm. she'll go and see them on the road um, at home well on the road for us but at yeah. home <laughs> so super excited about that too it's gonna and, be awesome you know I, i've heard great things about the, the new uh direct lines that you can take from long island you know my mom still lives in deer park so being able to hop on the ronkonkoma line and go right to the ubs station i'm Excited to give that a shot and ride the train. So that should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was never, I mean, I didn't like the Brooklyn experience, obviously, um, for a lot of reasons. I never minded the train much. Um, you know, being a Mets fan and growing up on Long Island, you know, we would take the train and the seven line to Queens and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'll be curious to see how that experience on the uh, Long Island Railroad is as well. It's probably fun. I mean, honestly, if you got a group of fans ready to go, I mean, that's a cool experience. Oh yeah, riding the like you said for for Mets games, like riding the train was always a blast, especially mm-hmm. from Ronkonkoma because you know it's kind of far out on the island, it, you know, for LIRR reasons, and maybe a few are getting on it there. But as you keep making your way towards Jamaica and Woodside, yep. like more and more Islander uh, Mets fans were getting on, so that's kind of what you'll experience with UBS as more and more fans start to to go that route rather than driving. I think we're also just used to driving to the games and yep. you just got to change your mindset a little. Absolutely. For, for sure. I mean, people, I don't know how it is in Charlotte, but people down here don't even know about mass transit. There is none. You, you want to go somewhere in Jacksonville or like the Northeast Florida area, area you're in your car, you know, and uh, people don't know, you know, is there traffic down here? Sure. Is it like up there? No, it ain't. So you know what? <laughs> I'll be happy to hop on a train and head to UBS. You know, that's fine by me. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, Larry, dude, it was a blast chatting and hearing about Isles meetup Jacksonville and super excited for you guys to continue having your meetups once a month at hurricane bar and grill. And, you know, maybe one, one time in the next couple of years, we, we catch a game again in Tampa together and, or you come up and hang with us in, in Raleigh, but ton of fun and uh just appreciate you coming and hanging with us thank you thanks for having me and uh, I'll, I'll plug it one more time monday night against the uh toronto maple leafs hopefully we're gonna whip them and uh 7 30 at hurricane grill and wings shoot me a message or shoot mikey a message on twitter and we'll get you connected and hope to see everyone there cool man thanks. all right dude let's see go you. islanders